Yes, people, it's episode 181 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff. Obviously, how you doing? It is Sunday the 19th, 19th of July, and um, I'm pretty full of food, thanks to my mother-in-law. So my wife went round to visit, and she came back with lots of food, but the food goes off today on the 19th, and we have no space in our freezer, so I'm having to eat a lot of food today before it goes off and um i think if that's not the epitome of a first world problem <laughs> i don't know what is i don't know what is uh, yeah i'm i have too much food just too little time to eat it um yeah which is a bit nuts I need to try and find some space in the freezer because this is a ludicrous amount of food i'm trying to eat in one day um but how are you all doing uh what's what have I been doing this week? Again, so in the week, not so much, I don't think. Um, yesterday, I met up with some of my boys. We played football over at Regent's Park. Do you know what? I've, I haven't been to Regent's Park before. It, it dawned on me, I don't think. Not as an adult, anyway. Um, and I used to live in northwest London. And don't think I ever went to Regent's Park. And it's just, yeah, really nice park. Just kind of made me wonder, just like, why did I not go here? Like, especially when you're single as well. Such a cheap date. <laughs> just nice parks, grab some food, get more creative when, you're, when you've got less money, right? So, could have easily done that. Then even, yeah, then even since being with Naomi, could have just gone to Regent's Park, chilled out, had some food. But, no, just... Never been. Went to play football and sweat it out in the sun. Apparently I've got a tan. Haven't really looked at myself in the mirror too much. Um, yeah, we had to kick about. It was eight of us having a little kick about in the park. And I, like always, managed to injure myself. I managed to find the one hole in the ground and decided to uh, tread in it and twist my ankle horrendously. No, it's, actually, do what? That's been dramatic. It felt horrendous at the time. And I was thinking, oh, that's it. Ankle's mess. Because um, I think I twist my ankle badly maybe once every 14 months. It's not every year. I'm going to give a rate of about 14 months. I'll twist my ankle. And it's not about having weak ankle ligaments or anything like that why I twist it. I think the fact that I've got strong ankle ligaments is why uh, not more damage is done. But um, yeah, but I'm looking at it. It's not sw- it's not swollen, so that's all right. It's just sore. So I think it is just a just a regulation twist. You know, like the twist you used to do when you were like seven or eight. That kind of twisted ankle. That's that's what this is. It's not the twisted ankle that you get when you're in your thirties, where where you're a mess for like a month. <laughs> About after that was funny as well. Playing football with all the boys. Obviously, none of us have really been doing too much uh, fitness. And um, a lot of lazy just pushing going on while playing. And um, as I said, guys, we, we just can't push each other anymore. Um, we're at the age where our bodies can't just change direction like that. So, uh, yeah, less of the pushing. Well, no, it was cool. Played football and uh, went to the pub. Watched football, watched Arsenal beat Man City. Couldn't believe that. 
I mean, it's what a difference a week makes, right? Spurs battered them. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't batter Arsenal. But we beat Arsenal. And then, with a centre-back pairing of David Luiz and Mustafi, they kept a clean sheet against Man City. Un- un- unbelievable. Unbelievable scenes. But fair play. Fair play to them. So, go and watch Spurs and Leicester today. And then watch Man, Man United and Chelsea later. So I'll be doing today. But, um, oh, so we go now. I guess update on my car. I, um, little story on the way back, driving back from Regent's Park yesterday. And, uh, pretty late at night, about gone midnight. Just driving, uh, towards the A1M. And what do I see, people? Yep. Remember the guy who helped me out? What happened to him? He had broken down the week before. Someone had helped him out. What do I see on my way home? Yes. I saw someone broken down on the roadside. So, obviously, what did I do? Drove past. I just drove past. I didn't, I didn't stop. I didn't stop. <laughs> I didn't stop. And the reason why I didn't stop is because I was in the fast lane of this dual carriageway, free lane carriageway as well, and they were on the hard shoulder. Therefore, I couldn't actually pull over. I didn't see them in the distance. By the time I saw them, I was on the other side. I was like, ah, shit. As I was driving past them, that was it. That was the moment I was about to pay it forward. You know, the karma, keep that karmic energy going. And I missed it. I was like, ah. And then I was like, I can't even go back round. Like the part, the stretch of the road I was on, it was like, there's no, I can't even come back. And all now I think I haven't even text Naomi to say where I am or how late I was coming home. So it's like, ah, I'm just going to have to just carry on. Just going to just carry on driving forward. I felt gutted. Generally felt gut- gutted. Not sure I would have been able to help. But it would be nice if I could have pulled over, right? But um, no. No, didn't do it. So I'm going to have to keep a lookout to to pay that karmic energy forward. But uh, yeah, update on the calves. The, the fiasco of last week, we got delivered with no fuel in it. And I, I moaned. I moaned. I sent a strongly worded email. And uh, I've got nothing back yet. <laughs> Just radio silence. So I'm, I'm going to leave them to take a while to come back. So that allows me to come back with even more vim. Uh, but I find it utterly unprofessional. And appalling. And it's customer service. It's terrible. And disgusting. Abhorrent. I feel undervalued, undermined, and overlooked. <laughs> That's what the email's going to have. I wish to have a brand new car. I want money off. Give Yeah, I don't know what I want. I want something. I want something. I want something back. I don't have a clue, though. Um, what else is going on, though? What else has been going on? Um, 
I was just seeing a message in a Facebook messenger group. See, I'm in too many groups, right? I'm in way too many groups. So I want I was meant to play football with my some comedian mates. And I didn't actually see that they sorted sorted that out. Oh, they did that proper late last night. Alright, brilliant. Fantastic, yeah. So they uh they met up today and played football. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. I've just I just I've missed so many messages. I think people think that I just ignore group chat messages. I'm in too many groups. Does anyone else have that? Like you just don't have the attention span to be managing all these groups. I'm in a group for my charity, I'm in a group with my mates from home, I'm in a group with my uh with another group of comedians. I'm in two comedy groups. I've got a family group from my mum's side, a family group from my dad's side, or another smaller family group that's just me and my cousins. Uh, I've got another one, smaller groups, me and my mate, like my mates from uh, from uni. They've got a bigger group with all the mates from uni on Facebook. I've got so, so many groups. Completely missed a message. And that's when you just know as a, as a mate, you've got good mates, you message them separately outside the group, go, oh, by the way, you, I'm not sure if you've seen the group chat, but we're arranging to do this. Oh, okay. So, yeah, got too many groups. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else has been going on, man. Booked a holiday, that's big news. So, booked a holiday. Guy to Tenerife. Is it Tenerife we're going? Yeah, Tenerife. That's Tenerife, end of August. Let's see if we can get there. Let's see if we can come back. I don't have a clue what's going to happen, but we'll see. It's going to be mad. But it's okay. My cousin's booked it on his cre- booked the flights on his credit card. We've booked our hotels with free cancellation. So it's one of those ones that, hey, if we can go, it'd be great. And if we can't, well, we're going to get our money back straight away. So it's not an issue. It's fine. It's not an issue at all. Um, so we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Look forward to it, though. It's like 28 degrees. Um, couples holiday. So it's me, my wife, uh, then my cousin and his partner, girlfriend. Um, as I said, do you know what I'm I say partner because girlfriend seems too, like, frivolous. But then partner sounds too gender ambiguous. You know, like, if someone goes, oh, me and my partner, it's like, are you a homosexual? It's, I mean, it's fine if you are, just, just say you and your boyfriend or your husband, and if you're a man, and your girlfriend or wife, or if, you, if you're a woman, just, but you saying partners left me going, I don't, I don't know if, if you're homosexual now, <laughs> is that, uh, I guess you could ask, uh, argue it's not relevant, but then it is part of someone's identity, though, isn't it? It's not for me. It's not for me as a straight person to tell a gay person their sexuality. I, I don't find that any of that stuff important. Of course I don't. I'm straight. Of course I don't find uh, 
sexuality important. But um, yeah. Oh, what else? What else? I keep on saying what else, aren't I? What else has been going on? Um, uh, yeah, Will and Jada, anything new happen there? No. Uh, Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion. Oh, that's the thing. And she don't know. Allegedly, he, he shot her in the foot in an argument in a car or something. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know the details. Apparently, the original report was guns, gunshots were fired out of the car, and um, she was she didn't report that she had been shot. Now, later on, she's saying that she was shot in the foot. I haven't really followed it too well. I didn't even know they were in a, a relationship with each other. Um, like I said before, like. I mean, I can't judge people on their heights, but Meg Thee Stallion's like normal height, and Tory Lanez is Tory Lanez. He thinks like five three. And Meg Thee Stallion, I actually don't know how tall she is, but just if your if your name is the Stallion, you know that's a male horse, um, whatever. I imagine you're not the shortest. Let's see, Meg the Stallion height. One meter seventy eight. That's like five ten. No, that can't work. No way she was Tory Lanez. And Tory Lanez is like what? Five seven. Oh, he's really not five three. <laughs> I actually thought, I actually thought it was like 5'3". Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. Arrest report listed as 5'3". At £120. Jesus. That is a, a small man. No way. Anyway, I need to read it more about it, but I've just... Um, I'm <laughs> now, the internet's bastards. They're now just clouding him for being 5'3 and 120 pounds. I mean, I guess that's what I was just doing. Um, but yeah, he's... Uh... <laughs> Why do we laugh at short men? Why do we laugh at short men? Why, why, why is that so acceptable? Like, it's unfair. Is, is, is it the same for short men and fat women? No, because women ask a man his height. Can a man ask a woman her weight? I think it's like men don't even care if a woman's heavy or, or, or light. They just care what she actually looks like. If she's curvy and she happens to be light, then whatever. And if she's curvy and she has to be heavy, then whatever. I don't really care. Well, I guess a woman doesn't care if, if you're built or skinny. If you're five, if you're under a certain height, they're like, nah. It nah make it. So, yeah, but things are men, you can't, men can't change their heights. 
No one can change the height. It's not, I'm not saying that like women are out there just changing their height. I guess they kind of are when they put on the heels. But that's not their actual height. But yeah. It's like it's a harsher thing to be judged on, right? Something you can't change. Like your weight and your appearance. I know I'm not encouraging people to get like plastic surgery, but imagine you've got a massive nose. You'd be bullied about it. Guess what? You can just change your nose. Like nowadays you can do that. Yeah, you got small tits. Hey, get some tits put in. Got a flat ass, alright, get some get some butt cheeks put in. But when you're a man and you're five three, you can't have you can't have no like femur extension. Or was it in South Park? A negroplasty. <laughs> I think they make Kyle into a black man. He starts playing basketball. Oh dear. Nuts. Right. Well, um, I don't think anything else has really been going on in the world that I've taken any note of. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see what's been going on. Let's see what's been going on. Some, well, I say what's been going on. I'm looking at Twitter. Ah, shit. Grand Prix's on. I'm talking to you lot. Ah! The Netflix have got Indian matchmaker. Oh, that's something that's... I, I literally mentioned Will and Jada and completely forgot that I woke up this morning to August Alcina and Rick Ross have rele- released a song called Entanglements. And it is just fully... Boom. Boom, boom. Ba-boom, boom. Shots fired. Ba-boom, boom. More shots fired. It's nuts. It is nuts. Um, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, but I guess he has a right to tell his side of the story. Granted, he already did do that. And now he, and I guess if Will and Jade are going to make money off it, having like the most watched uh, Facebook video within a day, within 24 hours, then I guess he should make money from making a song. But should Will come out of a diss track now? Should he? Should he come, could you imagine Will Smith come out of a diss track to, to Org? Aha, aha. Big Will, aha! Ah, <laughs> oh, they don't bang my wife, aha! Too late, aha! But now nah, we need to put respect on, on Will's name. He's he's a legend. He's a full legend. He even had a film called I Am Legend. He he he's still someone I want to be when I'm older. So. I can't accept someone making songs at Willard Carol Smith. Okay? Can't have that. Oh, yeah, you didn't know. His name's not William. It's Willard. And his middle name's Carol. But, yes. Still a legend. Still a legend. I'm not having the world disrespect him like this. Um, What else is going on? Oh, yeah, there's um, the Metropolitan Police have started um, putting a knee on people's necks. Um, 
which is a flipping madness. Um, like, let's be real here, right? So there's video. It's the UK Metropolitan London Metropolitan Police in North London. They're arresting someone. We don't know what they're being arrested for. I haven't even listened to it with sound. Right? I just saw a still image, and now the video is actually on Twitter. Um, here's the mad thing, right? It's like just from uh, just from an aesthetic look. You're not putting your knee on someone's neck, surely. Like, after everything that's gone on in the world, like, like, come on, bruv. Like, have you not seen the news or the internet? Have you just not looked out of your window to see that you can't really get away with putting your knee on someone's neck? Now, I'm watching the video as we talk without any sound, and the officer who did it now looks like he's panicking because he's realised that he is about to have a caronisation happen. Right, he's pasted up and down. Yeah, yeah, he's pasted up. He, he shitted himself. I can see it. He's like, ah, oh, fucked up now. Apparently, he's been suspended. Cool, but they know that's not going to be enough. When the momentum gets behind this video, because luckily the man hasn't died. The the man is being arrested. Um, but. When the momentum gets behind this, people are like, he needs to be sacked. And he does. Just like, this time. Like, just at least give it a few months before you put a knee on someone's neck. I mean, come on. Maybe not, maybe do it when you're not in uniform. I don't know. Maybe do it when there's no cameras. But there's cameras filming you before you're doing it and you've done it. It's like, will you do it for a bet? Did this happen in the canteen in the police up like police stations? Like, alright, Gary, I bet you can't. Bet you wouldn't dare put your knee on the black guy's neck. Ah, piss off, Dave. Not a chance. Not a chance. Piss off. Come on, Gary. Come on. Oh, Neil, you having some of this? What? Gary's gonna put his knee on the black man's neck. Go on, Gary. You gonna go? You gonna do it? Go te- do it for do it for tw- do it for twenty quid, mate. Do it for twenty quid. Go on. Different tricky. Nah, piss off, mate. Piss off, no chance. No chance. Go, on, go, on, Neil. You chipping in somebody? Go, on, yeah, yeah. I'll chip in twenty quid. Go, on, it's forty quid, Gary. Forty quid, Gary. Go, on, put a knee on the black man's neck. Go, on, Gary. Go, on. Nah, nah. Can't. I can't. I can't. I'll be crucified. I'll be crucified on the internet. Can't do it. Can't do it. Go, on, go, on, Gary. Go, on. Go, on. All right, go, on. go, on. Neil. He, he's going to chicken out a bit. Yeah, no, he won't, Dave. He won't check it out. Go, Gary. Gary, Gary. But Terry, Terry, tell. You heard this? What? Gary's going to put his knee in the black man's neck. Go on. Yeah. All right, no, sure, you can't do that. Can't do that. How, how much you put on? I'm putting in 20. He's putting in 20. You going to put in 20, tell? Uh, nah, nah, nah. Nah, probably not, mate. That's uh, probably not the best. probably not the best thing to do there, Gary. Probably shouldn't do that, mate. I think uh, all of you should look at yourselves and uh, not do that. All right. Fucking hell, Terry. Kill the mood. Are oh, you joking? Gary, do it for a laugh. Oh, yeah. Go on in. Yeah. Banter. Right. So, um, yeah, we'll see where this is going to go. Let's see if the momentum carries on. I imagine some of the naysayers are going to 
use the fact that he didn't die as a reason why it's not a big deal. <laughs> I know that's what's going to happen. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, get on with some Dear Deirdre uh, and see what's going on. Oh, Dear Deirdre. Um... No, I won't do this one. Uh, Sorry, I won't do this one because it's just my lover was about to leave his wife and kids, and now he hasn't called in weeks. Oh, okay, well, he hasn't left. Um, right, let's get bitter ex. This is better. My spiteful ex-wife won't let me enjoy my new life with my girlfriend. Now, did you get this girlfriend while you was with your wife? Because if you did, I can see why she won't let you enjoy it. Um, but if time had passed, then yeah, then she's been a psycho. I mean, even if time, even if you did get with this woman while you're with your wife and she's still harassing you, then she's a bit of a psycho if it's been like, you know, a year or two. But if you're literally trying to have your cake and eat it, you know, you've cheated on your wife with this woman and you're now trying to just live a merry life. So, you know, three months later, and he's like, why don't she leave us alone? She's obsessed with me. It's like, no, she's, she's married to you. Let's see. Let's find out some details while I, before I just uh, carry on guessing what's in this, uh, in this dilemma. Anyway, I met a lovely girl at the beginning of the year. She reminded me of what being happy is like. I'm 38. My girlfriend is 34. Cool. Not a weird age gap. But my ex causes trouble um, over when I have the kids and what we can do. It was so bad during lockdown that my girlfriend walked out for a while. My girls are always happy with me and I want to make it work for my girlfriend. My ex has someone new herself, so why can't she be happy for me? Nah, you've left out some details. Ah, no, I just can't read. Let's start again. Dear Deirdre, all I want is to enjoy my new life with my girlfriend, but my ex-wife constantly... causes trouble we divorced three years ago after 10 years together and have daughters aged seven and five there you go then you said i met this lovely girl so yes your ex is a nutcase um what can you do though not much because you share these two things called children so kind of have to deal with it maybe you just tell her man Maybe you just speak man to man. But listen, mate. I know she's no longer my wife, so I can't tell you how to deal with her. But please get her off my back. Please. Please, I just want to spend time with my girlfriends. Please. Please. <laughs> um, yeah. Just need to... Uh, That'd be annoying, right? Especially if you've got a new partner. I remember um, one of my exes, I won't give a timestamp to when it was. Um, but we'd split and she was seeing someone new and I was seeing someone new. And uh, I found out that both her, so my ex, and her best friend had visited my the new girl at work. 
that she just uh, just went to her place of work and just stared at her. Just to kind of, so they found out where she worked and then just stared at her just to kind of assess what what was happening. How weird is that? I've never gone to look at an ex's new fella. I don't think I've even done that online. <laughs> Let alone go look for the person in person. Now, what do you aim to get out of that if they make eye contact with you? You're just going to carry on staring at them? It's so awkward. Nuts. Yeah. And it was funny, and she used to tell me stories about her and her new fella to try and make me jealous. And I just didn't get jealous because I just didn't care. Just Joan just didn't care. Uh, and I only cared when the story was genuinely impressive. And then I just said, that's impressive. Like, uh, he'd taken her on, uh, um, he'd taken her to France, right? Taking her to France. How did they get there? Flew. I don't know if you understand. He flew then. Yeah, he had the pilot's license. He took a small plane and flew them to France for the weekend. And she came, she saw me go, yeah, well, I went to France with, uh, with my new guy. And I was like, what? Here's a video of him flying the plane. And I was like, that is sick. <laughs> That's all I had to say. I was like, that is that is legendary. That's awesome. Can you fly me to France? And the look on her face, because I wasn't jealous. She was like furious. Yeah, it gave me this image of did she even enjoy the flight? Like, was she just there vomiting in the cockpit? Going, ah, oh, I'm only going on this plane because this would make Darren jealous. <laughs> Throw it up. Then she lands and sends me a picture and I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, man. Guess when there's kids involved, I can see why exes might get all weird with each other. But if you've both found new partners, then... I don't know. It's nuts. Anyway, next one. Betrayed. My boyfriend cheated on me with my best friend, but I've kept quiet. Why? Dear Deirdre, my boyfriend cheated on me with my best friend. I knew something wasn't right and accused him of being with her. He swore nothing was going on and my friend lied about it too. But I caught them texting and had proof. My friend got drunk one night soon afterwards and texted me saying she was in love with my boyfriend. I am 26. He is 27. We have been together for five years. We have tried to work things out, but I struggled to trust him. And how do I deal with my supposed friend? We went to school together, but she hasn't even said sorry. I would feel happier if I had a... Would I have... Well, would I feel happier if I had had a go at her? I'm just angry because I didn't say much when I found out. Yeah, you're shocked. Don't expect your fellow to be banging your friend. Um, so there was no right way to react to that. But um, what you're going to need to do is get a new boyfriend and a new friend. Surely you all could just kick her out of the WhatsApp group chat, right? That's when you know if you're a dickhead or not. If one person in the group chat, yeah, bangs another person's boyfriend or girlfriend. And you say, 
fuck this person, kick them out of the group chat. And everyone goes, nah, you can leave though. <laughs> That's what you know, you're just like, oh, okay. Okay, well, I'm a, okay. I didn't realise, I just relegated myself to junior dickhead. I, did, I didn't realise. You're not even a fully-fledged dickhead. You're working up to full-fledged dickhead level. You are junior dickhead at this time. And they're like, yeah, so we're just going to carry on the group chat. You can leave if you want, but you're not going to know what's going on when we all meet up. That's what you're not rated. That is nuts. Right. One last one. Because we've been 32 minutes, 32 minutes, right, cool. Um, uh, no, that's too much. Oh, secrets to spill. This sounds fun. Should I tell my girlfriend about my dark past or will it drive her away? Um, my answer from experience will be no. <laughs> Depends. If it's something that the lid can stay on it, then no. Um, but if it's something that the lid just keeps on bubbling open every now and again, then you have to just tell her. And let it all just explode. Let's see what, what happened though. My girlfriend wants a did my girlfriend wants a baby and I do too, but there's something she doesn't know about my past. Many years ago, wow, I beat up my brother's girlfriend. How? What the fuck? Huh? Mate, this is a, you either have to have some amazing reason why this happened. Or you're beating yourself up about something like you maybe slapped her and you're classing that as beating her up. If you fully like stomped her out. You know what I mean? Headlocks and uppercuts and stuff. Uh, And you've changed, which I assume you have. You've sought some sort of help. Then you need to tell your your girlfriend and you have to your girlfriend. Because someone once told me, control the information, control the situation. So if it comes from you and you come from a, a place of, I did a fucked up thing before, uh, I'm not that guy anymore, this is how I got there. This is, this is how I know what I did was wrong. This is the stuff I've done to work on myself since then. This is where I am now. Then that's how you tell her. But you have to tell her knowing that she may still leave. Um, and, you, and you have to be able to accept that. Because that's mad. Like, does your brother still speak to you? How does that go down? Was it your brother's ex girlfriend? Was your brother's girlfriend? Like, is she still? Is she still in the in your life? And she's gonna tell her, right? Yeah, you got you got to say something. Anyway, let's get more details. 
I was 19 then. We were all drunk and she'd wound me up. I don't remember much, but I came round in a police cell. I had to go to court and I was punished. Rightly so. I've, I feel I should... Oh, he said rightly so, don't he? I had to go to court and I was punished. Rightly so. I feel I should confess to my girlfriend. She is 30 while I'm now 40. So this is 21 years ago. I don't want her to call time in our relationship, but equally I don't want there to be any secrets between us. I'm divorced once already with a daughter who's 16, but I don't drink now and want to start a family with my girlfriend. Yeah, you got to tell her. you got to tell her, look, you don't drink anymore. Um, it seems like it's, you know, it's obviously, a, like I said, it's a dark part of your past. But if you can just shine a light on it and be like, look, look at the mess I used to be. This is where I am now. She may, she may come round. She may do, but you have to accept that you might lose her as well. Wow, that was a, that was a heavy note to end on. Anything about that? Um, let's see. Okay, so anything else is there that can. All right, here we go. Don't mean to pile on. What are the right words to use to get my wife to lose some weight? Hey, babe. Are you happy with your weight? Yeah, okay. I'm not. Lose some. No, don't say that. Um, just go, babe. Look. Don't want you to get upset. But I've noticed you've put on some weight lately. And I don't want you to become unhealthy. Always tie the weight to health, not attractiveness. And that's how you get someone to lose weight. Even though deep down you're like, you're fat and you're hideous, stop that. What you're saying is, I'm worried about your health. I don't want you to have a heart attack, get diabetes and lose a foot. Okay. So what's your health? Your health. Your health. Stay healthy so you can fit into regular aeroplane chairs. Health. Health. That's what you go for. Um, what are the right words to use to get my wife to lose some weight? She seems to be eating correctly. Oh, but I think her heavy drinking uh, every evening adds to calories. Yes, it will. Um, I'm guessing she is at least five stone overweight. Jesus. Um, what are the right words to use to get my wife to lose some weight? I'm 31. My wife is 29. We've been together for six years. She's gone up from a size 10 to an 18. And I'm finding it difficult to know how to handle this sensitive situation. I'm growing increasingly worried, especially with the COVID-19 risk. I don't drink anymore and hope she would give up too. I've made hints before, but without success. Listen, here's what you do. you got you got to tell her now because... The heavier she gets is the harder it's going to be to lose weight. You know what I mean? When someone is a size 12 and need to get back to a size 10, it's not that much of a, of you know, a reach. And they'll be more motivated to do that. Where if you wait for them to get to size 18 and go, hey, where's that size 10 I used to love? Um, <laughs> that's a big ask. Um... It's a big, yeah, it's a strained relationship and a strain on, on her knees. 
So you need to nip it early. Early. Um, my wife tells me when I put on weight. And then... Um, they'll cry on the inside a little bit. And then I'm like... I don't actually disagree. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Because if they disagree... So if she tries to put on the waterworks... Go, no, don't always be upset. But are you are you happy being a size 18? Like, are you actually happy? Don't say you're happy because it's easier. Are you actually happy? If you want to be really insensitive... You just buy her size 10 clothes... And then she goes, this doesn't fit me. And then you go, well, size 10. That's what size you are, right? I mean, that's what size you were last time I checked. Then, mate, if you want to be an arsehole. But yeah, just tell her health. Bag on health. And then uh, you'll be fine. All right? Cool, that's the end of the pod. Let me get off. Um, talking about health, I'm going to eat a, a raspberry-filled yum-yum. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, that's it. That's me done. Peace.